Alright guys, welcome back to podcast number two of Between the Sticks. You are sitting here again with the lovely Grayson and Joe. We got some big tops to talk about today. Um, Grayson, got anything you want to say to the viewers? What's up guys? Uh, I'm sitting here in my nice new Barcelona Pedri jersey. Grayson's sitting there with the Washington Nationals jersey for some stupid reason. But alright, uh, so... Biggest thing happened this past week, I say, is Premier League games. Oh, definitely. I, I think a lot of stuff was decided. Definitely not first place. First place is still, I think, up for up for grabs. Kind of, my personal opinion. I think Man City still got it. Grayson, what do you think? They're looking good. I Man mean, City. I wouldn't be surprised if they won it. Now, I mean, yeah, they're in control. They are. Sure. I think that slight margin over Liverpool at one, only one point, but I think it's going to be decided by one point. It could. It could. I think. The remaining games like left, I think Liverpool have the biggest chances to drop points if anyone, right? Yeah, so I definitely. think they still have Tottenham left. They still have some good games left to play. But one game where they did dominate was your game against Man U, 4-0. That was, Grayson, you didn't watch it, did you? No. Did you watch the highlights? I did watch the highlights, yes. I thought one of like, the best passes I've seen all season was that pass. The Mane to Salah pass. That, that was, was beautiful. That was insane. That beautiful. was such a beautiful pass. Uh, but, yeah, Going, that was at Liverpool, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and even though, like, Harry Maguire, Victor Lindelof, their liabilities back on defense, I don't think if you would have, you know, Veron or world-class defenders, I don't think anybody's have, stopping that. That pass? No, no, no one was stopping it was, that. It was right on the money. I Did don't think was. anybody's blocking that. Nope, and that, to see that run even, like, to, like for Monty to see that run that Salah made, it's, it's incredible. That's uh, just that just shows the the chemistry those two have together. It's good, yeah. It's, they have amazing chemistry. They do. Uh, one thing I do like to see, I was at that game, the seventh minute, how Liverpool like supporters they clap for Ronaldo. Oh yeah, that that was nice to see. That, that was, was nice. that was. I think even like Ronaldo, I think it was Ronaldo's wife that said like how like special of a moment that was. I think that was really cool to see because that mm. that's such a sad thing like lose your kid. Yeah, that's that's incredibly sad. Oh, um. We got a we got a guest over there that doesn't know what we're talking about. Christian Ronaldo, his like baby son died this past. They were having uh, twins, and uh, one of them was a one of them died. Yeah. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, it's incredibly sad. But yeah. the but the other one uh the other one survived. Yeah. Or will will survive. Yeah. So what happened like during the game? So Ronaldo's number seven, mm-hmm. uh, and so during the seventh minute of the game. Like uh, it was like playing at Liverpool. All the Liverpool supporters, like all the fans in the stadium, they started clapping for like to show support for Ronaldo. Even even some of the players, as well as a uh, club, they they They're also all they also That's clapped, that's yeah. good to see. Yeah, I like that's that good. a lot. I think that's a moment that's like takes bigger than actual, mm-hmm. uh, bigger than like the sports. But one thing I think, uh, so there was that game that happened, and I think there were also two other standout games. Uh, I think. Another one, Arsenal Man U. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to talk about the, the Arsenal Chelsea game first. That one happened, you know, prior. They did, but yeah. so Arsenal Man U, I think that game, that's decided that Man U is out of top four. Oh, oh definitely, yeah. Yeah, so like with those, with Man U taking such bad losses, and I think they're going to take bad losses to come, they're probably looking at sixth or seventh place in the league. Yeah. Like, they're looking, because I think it's a fifth and sixth for the Europa League and seventh. Yes. It, so yes. fifth and sixth at Europa League. And seventh is like the Europa. Con- oh, wait, or is it? Or is it fifth gets Europa League? I think six. Six is. Conference. I think I looked it up. I think oh, it's fifth and sixth fifth in Europa and sixth. League. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Either so, way, it's they're not they're good. fighting for like they're now fighting for Europa League, which is kind of sad to see. Because uh, like, I I think that was it. Man United squad is like a billion dollars. Too so, much. That's it's 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 insane. It's fucking insane. Uh, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it PG, Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No more. No more. It's insane that they spent all this money, and they're fighting for this. Like it's it's sad. I don't know. But like you said, the Arsenal Chelsea game. Shout out Arsenal. It's amazing. Dude, they beat Chelsea, yeah. which is insane. That that game going back and forth like it did. That, it was, that's a fun game. It like like the result aside, it was an enjoyable game to watch from start to finish. Yeah, especially because sure. I know you're a huge Arsenal fan, but yeah. like, just being like a fan of like of like soccer in general, like that's a fun a game one. to watch. Yeah, it showed a lot of passion between both of those teams because even though. Arsenal or Chelsea would score. I mean, there was always a response coming immediately. Yeah, I think I think Arsenal players really showed a fight because they All knew right. they had to win to get top four. So I think that's really good from Arsenal players because they had the front foot and then they always got pegged back. So like the fight to show from Arsenal to actually go out and win it out, that's that's good. That's, yeah. that's, that's good stuff from Arsenal. I think I think with those games, I think they got top four. You think so? I think they got top four, yeah. Especially with Tottenham, it was a drawing. They drew, yeah. They Brent, drew this, yeah, this weekend. So yeah. I think I think they got it now because I think was we just talked about two points ahead. Two points. Two points yes. ahead, yep. And, and they uh, still play Tottenham later on. And despite uh, Arsenal having to play West Ham next week, and then Tottenham in weeks to come, I mean they have a really easy schedule from the, yeah, the end do. of it. If we're Tottenham, I mean they have us. But they have Liverpool and and the other opponents they have are you know they're they're decent. Yeah. So they yeah. have a harder they have a harder fixtures ahead. They do, but for some reason, like I think like the mentality thing, like if you go in like you knowing you have an easy schedule, sometimes those are the games you kind of fuck you kind of yeah. mess up because like keep it PG, Joe. <laughs> because like if you go in like expecting like oh easy schedule we should win these games, those are games where you might go in and you might not win what games you should. I think we'll talk about it later, but Barcelona, they have a super easy schedule for the rest of the year, and they're losing to super easy teams that they should beat. And I don't, I don't know what's going on. We'll talk about it later, but yeah, like that's just happening with them right now. Because, uh, but yeah, sometimes that happens. Like, if, like knowing you have an easy schedule, knowing you should win those games, you might come out. It's always an it. interesting time of the season because there's also, I mean, there's top four, which is always, you know, a race. There's always, you know, the champion. Yep. But the relegation battle is just as True. big. Because yep. you could be playing a team in 18th, 19th, 20th place. They're fighting but super they're, hard, yeah. They're going to be playing their best soccer they exactly. play all year. Yep. And so if you're playing a Watford and Everton, I mean, they're probably going to be ten times better than what it would be like whenever you first started. Yeah. Oh, special delivery. We got we got a nice delivery going of, uh... Yeah, do you realize, like... Into the first minute, the, <laughs> in the first minute of your first podcast, Joe said that one team sucked. Never mind. That's <laughs> for keeping uh, it PG. Keeping it PG. Keeping it PG as we're for Grayson's some, middle school soccer team. Shout out Grayson's middle school soccer team. <laughs> that listening. Uh, but keeping it PG as we now take some liquid beverage in an ounce. Shout out if you guys know what that means. I don't know what that means. We got some cinnamon beverage that we're about to partake in. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right. Are there any other Premier League games you want to talk about? Great. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> any other Premier League games you want to talk about? Um, 
Uh, there was always, you know, those two we just talked about. Yeah. There's also um, who was West Ham? West Ham Chelsea. West Ham Chelsea. Pulisic. Shout out Pulisic. That's a good, uh, that was a good. I wish I would have watched that game. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, uh, mainly I think West Ham they had a red card around the sixty fourth, sixty fifth minute. Ah, uh, got you. I'm not sure. So that probably changed stuff. But. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. But like we said, like Chelsea, they're just sitting at spots where they're obviously not fighting for like, first place, no. and they ha- they don't have to worry about being knocked out of top four. Like I think I don't. They're know, like, in a really weird spot. Yeah, like, they're they're just. They're just cruising in third. Like the, they're they're not worried. Rudiger, uh, Rudiger's leaving. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's gonna be a he- massive loss. Yeah, I think for them. That, that was confirmed now that Rudiger is he's gone. So that and I mean so is I mean he's not as big, but Christensen's gone too. He's going to Barca. But Rudiger, that's a massive their, their loss. Their defense is gonna be really really bad next year. And like that like might set a tone because like for Chelsea, other players also may think the same thing. Like they don't want to wait for new contracts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they. They might follow suit and they might leave. I don't know who else is like who else's contract is up this summer. I know uh, Ospilicueta he resigned. Okay, um, I know but he's like thirty something. I, I don't know, think they have to worry about him leaving I know all he, that much. But he's like he's their captain, the True. leader. But uh, Marcos Alonso, he's okay. He's been, kinda... he's been subject to a lot of transfers recently. Gotcha. I know Chelsea fans aren't that you know happy with him, gotcha. so I can see him leaving too. I th- Chelsea's gonna have a very busy, busy uh, transfer window for their defense. That's for sure. They will, and that's they can only do that too if they get bought out. Yeah, because uh, they can only sign players if they get a new like if they you get see, a new uh, owner. Was it uh, Serena Williams and uh, who, who's the Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, apparently they're they're going in for a bid. Yeah, to be owners. Honestly, I'm interested to see who buys Chelsea. Because in all, in, in all honesty, with like who like uh, the Glazers that own Man U and stuff like that, I hope American people. I hope they stay out of like European soccer. Like I, I hope they don't become owners because like it seems like they don't. All they care is about the money aspect, and that's gonna ruin it. That's gonna ruin a club. Like that's what uh, happened with Barcelona. Uh, with Bartomeu, he ruined Barcelona. And so, like, when people, when the owners are only concerned, like, the owners, the presidents, whatever, when they're only concerned about money, they're, they're going to ruin teams. They, so, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope American owners stay out of it because I hope, I don't know, it's for, I think for the best interest of the sport, of the fans and everyone else, that an actual good person buys Chelsea, that actually wants to take care of the club. That's my personal opinion. What do you think, Grayson? It wasn't uh, too long ago where the Super League, you know, was founded. That was yeah. an idea. So I hope it never goes, to, you know, to that thought back again. Yeah. Because that was definitely solely on money. Yeah. But now that it, the Super League didn't work out, it really shows how like competitive these smaller teams can be. Yeah. Because they can beat you know a, a good team or a great team, Liverpool, Man City, on any day. Yeah. And so it really shows that like you know they're really not. I mean, they're a lot better. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're not, you know, in a different league. Yeah, like a different their class. Own. Their yeah, own. yeah, yeah. Especially man, you right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it helped out the uh, smaller teams, you know, being yeah. able to get revenue in. Absolutely. But yeah. I hope. I mean, obviously, I want Chelsea to fail. But <laughs> but I mean, I do hope that you know they get a good owner with you yeah. know best interest. Yeah, and, I think that, I think that's good for the sport. Like it's yeah. good for soccer in general. Uh, I think three teams are actually still kind of technically in the Super League. Is I think it's Barca, Real, Real 
Juventus? I think it's Juve, Juventus, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I think they were wanting to plan something for the summer. Like, I think, like... Uh, the tournament... Uh, aren't they, they wanting to hold a tournament in America? It, in the U.S., yeah. I yeah. think, like, they were planning... I think, like, this summer, they're planning, like, a, a Classico uh, in Vegas or something like that. I've heard rumors I, about that. I wouldn't that. be opposed. I mean... Super League, obviously, no, but if they're wanting to do, like, a preseason thing yeah. in America, just, just like, friendlies, preseason stuff, yeah, I mean, I, I, that'd be I'm fun. all for it. I'm all for it. But that that also means, like, none of the big stars are coming. Like, for, yeah. like, because, like, 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 I'm sure, like, Real, like, Vinicius isn't coming. Like, big players aren't going to come. For Barca, Pedri's probably not coming. Aubameyang's not coming. Fran Torres isn't coming. Barca obviously don't have a lot of big players <laughs> now, like, world-class players, but... Think you know Adama? He would play. I think you know Adama probably would. Gavi would probably. You're play. probably gonna. You know, preseason is a good spot to I see like your your debut for your new guys for your new signing. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. So probably Christensen might play and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, if Barca get Lewandowski, Lewandowski, no, I don't think like, he would no, play. He's not, he's not coming. <laughs> you don't need no preseason. No. Uh, and that makes me think about like this like off season for summer. Do players still play? Because knowing the World Cup's coming this winter. Do they like like do they take the summer off knowing a World Cup is this winter and they're just taking a summer off? Like, do they uh, do they get that vacation time or do you think they're still wanting to train? They're still wanting to stay in shape for, like that's I, a good it's, point. It's, it's a weird thing having a World Cup in, in like in this in the winter. I think that's super weird. That's a that's a good point, but it also makes me wonder. Like with the World Cup coming up, instead of training with your club team, I wonder if go there's to be like more, your national team. I wonder if there's going to be like more international friendly setups. I think USA just uh, added one on with Morocco, I, I think, that. right or something it, like that. They also, yeah, they added one on with uh, Uruguay as well. Oh, Uruguay, USA did. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. And so I wonder if like there's going to be more national team approach. You know, true because it's different. You know, yeah. World Cup being in the winter, that's yeah. obviously a lot different. I hope it's the last time it's in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It yeah. is stupid. Uh, but I think we'll talk about more of the World Cup. I think we should talk about it again once we finally see all the teams that qualified. Mm-hmm. I think we'll talk about the group stages, see how that works out. Uh, but for other transfers, uh, another person confirmed leaving is Paul Pogba. Uh, he's gone from Man U. I'm honestly not. I wouldn't be surprised if other bunch of other Man U players decide to leave because these these players came to Man U expecting probably to win the Premier League and also Champions League football, obviously. So the fact that they're fighting for Europa League, they're sixth, seventh. They're obviously not going to win. They're definitely not in Champions League. Pogba's gone, and I guarantee you a bunch of other not a bunch, but probably there's going to be other players gone as well. But first, where do you think Pogba's going? Uh. Probably, if I had to guess, PSG. PSG. PSG yeah. I think yeah. PSG's. I think yeah. it would be a good fit for them. Yeah. Because they lack in the midfield department. Yeah. I feel like he could. They do. He and could walk into that team. I guess thing I thought uh, PSG. They're getting rid of like a lot of their players. Like uh, they're getting rid of Di Maria. I think they said like all Argentinians besides Messi. I don't know how I feel about that. I think Di Maria, I feel like it, is still a, a really mistake. good player. Yeah. So where he's gonna end up, he I don't who knows. He might end up back at Manu because he wasn't Manu for a stint, wasn't he? He was. But yeah. It wasn't a good. It no, it was not stint, not a good stint at all. Um, but I don't know. Uh, so Pogba's for sure gone. I think it's funny how Man U, they, they founded Pogba in their youth academy. Yep. He leaves for free to Juve. Yep. They pay like $100 million to bring him back, and then he leaves for free again. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Pogba's just screwing him over. I know, I know. But I, I, I think Man U's screwing him over more than anything. It's like he's doing what he can for Man U. Like he's yeah. putting I, – I think he's – 
I think probably Man U's like one of their more consistent players. Like week in week week in week out. He I think he's one of their more consistent. You think players. Pogba's consistent? I think he is consistent enough. I don't think anybody on that team's consistent except that, for, for like, De Gea. De Gea, De Gea, yeah, yeah, dude. Ah, uh, dude. He's the, good. Uh, for that back to like that Sal- Salamane goal. When like someone saw put that past him, if you look, just if you there. if you look at De Gea's face, like he tries like a little foot save, but he just looks so disappointed when that ball goes past him. He's like, oh, he there's like, there's more to come this game. He looked like a traffic cone. He just looked like God, not again. He just knew like, oh, we're probably gonna that defense is horrible. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's terrible. It's so bad. And like. Whenever Arsenal were playing Man U against that uh, in the morning, I looked at the the lineups before I went to sleep. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know they got Ronaldo back. They're playing for Ron. Yo. You know they're benching McGuire. You know this this Man U team this looks might, good. This might be it. I was a little worried, and then everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried anymore. No, no. But like, how do you have Veron? They paid thirty million for Alex Tellez, who was a great left back. They paid like forty, fifty for Juan Visaka. Yeah, eighty million for McGuire, and then you you concede all those goals. It's I, terrible. Do you think that's like strictly on Ragnarok or how you pronounce no. it? Do you, do you no. It's not strictly on him. Do you think it's just like a team mentality thing, like or like what do you think it is? It could be. Uh, I think it's more of like whenever they look to buy players to like fit their system, I think they're looking more at like the name. And you know the recognition rather than I how it's gonna work. Yeah, I just don't think the chemistry's fitting because they're looking for like a good just defender, but not it, how it's gonna fit in the system. Yeah, it doesn't. It don't fit their system at yep. all. Yeah, and it, it it just looks like a bunch of superstars that yeah. never played together before. Yeah, at all. Completely agree, and I I know a thing or two about that about <laughs> spending big money on big names not working out as a Barca fan. I mean, sometimes you got to get, you know, spend a little less to get, you know, to find the, the upside. Need. Yeah, like how chemistry. Real bought Kamavinga. Kamavinga, yeah. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel like he wasn't all expensive and he's like standing out for Real. He's doing fantastic. He's like 19 years old. Yeah, well. and he's doing incredible. Yeah. Uh, but back to Man you do you think with them like, getting Ten Hag, do you think he's going to change anything? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting, especially seeing his first summer transfer window. I think yeah, that'll be a telltale sign. So now that was a big thing for him getting like uh, getting control over who comes in and who leaves. I don't I don't blame him. Yeah, the, the guys who they brought in. I mean, you you could say Bruno was a pretty good success. Yeah, that's that's really it, Bruno. That's about it, Ronaldo. Their, their recruiting has been pretty bad, and so I don't blame him for wanting that control. Yeah, absolutely not. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised he took the job anyway. I would have waited to see if they ended up, like, ended up top four or not, because I'm surprised he's going from a team like Ajax, who's done pretty well in Europe. Like he's he's a guy that knocked out Real right mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Like he's done very well, consistently winning yeah. the league. Consistently being European, like being in Champions League, and now he's going to a Man U team that's fighting for Europa League. It's, I'm just, it's weird to think like in 2018, 2019, he was the the Ajax manager that yeah. that lost two away goals to that Tottenham team that yep. went to the finals. Yep. So he lost in the semifinals of the Champions League with a great team. Yeah, uh, Delit. Dillard was on there. De Jong, uh, uh, Mares was Ziyech. on there, or not Mares? Yeah, Ziyech was on Ziyech. there. Yeah. They, they had a, uh, they great had a team. lot of good players, yeah, yeah. I think he, I saw like statistics like he knows like how to get the best out of the players. Like I think he knows how to work a system and how to build a system. So if he can try to build some system at Man U, it might work out. 
I did see one thing though that uh, I think he was quoting saying like I'm gonna give players a job, and if they don't like it, they're free to leave. Uh, something like that. I think he was talking about like, when he was talking about that. He was talking about big name players, like like specifically. I heard that he does not he does not want Ronaldo. I've heard that. That's good. Yep. So I don't know, but we'll see how he works out. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he does good. I think it's it's very odd he took the job in the middle of the season. That is weird. Especially yeah. like, I think it's a distraction to the players on the field, and it's just weird how. Do you like, think it gives an excuse to be playing so bad? Kinda. I yeah. think he, I think it's kind of like a scapegoat thing. Like they're getting bad results. You know, obviously Ragnarik he benched McGuire. He yeah. kind of put the blame on McGuire, even though they lost. You know, four zero. Yeah, it's just kind of like a scapegoat thing to think, oh, you know, this manager is going to solve our problems. True, when in reality, yeah. you know, there's it's, more than that. I think it's more, it's than, more that. than that. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, another big name that was confirmed leaving that appears he's going to Arsenal, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, I don't know if he's for sure going. I think if if Man City for sure get Holland, he's gone. I think not just for playing time wise because he hasn't got playing time like a lot recently no. anyway. And if and if I was him, I mean, it would be in his best interest to leave. Yeah. Because he has he's always had a ton of potential. He's young. He has. But like at Man City, if you're not getting playing time like at that level, I mean, there's only so much he can do. Yeah. He like, needs he needs room to grow. Just like Fran Torres, that's why he left. He wasn't definitely. getting playing time. Yeah. Yet. But uh, Gabriel Jesus, I think he definitely can be very good. I think he definitely could be a regular starter, just oh, yeah. like when. Um, Sané left for uh, Bayern. For Bayern, yeah, I think he needed more playing time. But the thing is, well, if they do get Holland, I think they have to sell players to raise the funds for it. So I think that's a big reason why he's going. Yeah, and if you were to tell me, like we're search- searching for a striker, if you told me, you know, Gabriel Jesus was there instead of Jao Felix, yeah, and, uh, I-, I still like that Darwin Nunez guy, but he's gonna I be think, expensive he's gonna I, be like 70 million probably isn't he but like yeah he will be expensive but Gabriel Jesus I mean he's definitely top of my list yeah he, he's definitely. a great great player he just had four goals and assists so. yeah I think he's shown like consistency for over for quite a while and honestly my concern I get there's a lot of hype about Holland but like he's had like one breakout season right like this like season like where he's really got his name known right this is just like Kind of like this, like like it's maybe like, like one two or two or years. Three seasons. I think it's been like I think two seasons so far. I don't know because like some strikers, they can have like they can be hot one season and then like ice cold the next. So I think for Holland it's good because he's gonna get a big paycheck. You know he's gonna be making a lot of money. But I think for team wise it could be a big gamble because like he's still young, so like he could be like really good. And like maybe that's just BVB system where he fits in really well. Maybe maybe he is. Maybe I'm talking out of my out of my butt. <laughs> and he is a really good player. But I don't know. Sometimes strikers they just have those seasons to where they're playing out of their minds. Like Benzema right now, he's playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. But like when you look like at his past, you can say it's Ronaldo's. Like he was like in Ronaldo's like shadow or whatever. But I don't know. Sometimes strikers they just they're hot, they're hot one season, they're cold yeah. the next. So it's kind of weird because before they got Holland. Dortmund had a guy named Paco Al- Alcacer. He oh, was shout Spanish. Out. Oh, I yeah. remember Paco Alcacer. He played so, in Barcelona. I mean, he, I, he scored 20 goals two seasons in a row in the Bundesliga. And he then, did. And then they got rid of him, and he did nothing. Exactly. So I, I think it's kind of weird how how Holland will fit, yeah. mainly because like when you think of Man City, you think of like 11 players on the pitch that can all distribute the ball with good, with good foot skill. Yeah. And I, I don't know if 
you know, when I think of Holland, if if I think if I see that with him, um, maybe what? he might like he might just be the type that like kind of like Ronaldo just sits in the box and just like waits for that final pass and just for like that one touch finish type thing with Man City. Uh, I've seen a few times where he's like uh, Holland has like good like distribution skills, so he might help with build up. But I I might see him more as just like a in the box like a like a poacher type guy type yeah and something like speaking that of like a poacher and like bringing it back to ten hog you know he was the one who brought in sebastian haller from west ham who yep. wasn't even doing all that hot and haller this this season before they got eliminated he was the leading goal scorer in the ucl was like he? yes as a wow. po- as a poacher type player gosh yeah. i think he had 11 goals ronaldo had 11 as well Wow. So, like, those, I mean, poacher guys, I mean, they can really, you know, perform. I mean, that's what Ronaldo's done his whole season or his whole career, but, you know, not not hearing that from me. Uh, Where do you think if, let's say, man, you, you know, go to the Europa League, Conference League, uh-huh. Ten Howard comes in, where do you think Ronaldo, what's next for Ronaldo? Uh, it depends if he stays or not. If So, it kind of depends on what he wants to do. I think he, uh, part of me wants to say he came back to Man U as like a nostalgia thing or because he loved the club, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If he wants to do what's best for him, I think he has, I think he has maybe one or two years left at the top level. So if he, if he wants to keep competing, uh, he's got to leave. He's got to leave now. He's got to leave during the summer. He's got to go to some other club. Do you think he leaves or do you think he stays? Um... I think if, based on his, based on his performance this season, if he leaves, he's probably not a starter in other clubs. If he if he tries to go to a big club, like if he tries to go, let's say, to like a PSG. If Holland leaves, he might be a starter at PSG, maybe. Uh, but I I don't I don't see whether a big team is going to take him because I don't think he's a starter. I think he might even like money wise, he might only go for like ten, fifteen million. Uh, even as a, with his big name, but even though I mean that's a low transfer value, you think I think of like the shirt sales, the the, the amount of revenue will bring in. True, even though they're spending because I think Juventus they paid a hundred million for Ronaldo. Yeah, and I think like within the first two weeks they reported two hundred, like they brought in two hundred. That's so. insane. I mean, it's. But it I think like of, the hype at this point, because like that's the yeah. first like the first time Ronaldo moved in a while, and like him coming back to Man U, that's obviously a big hype thing. I honestly think the Ronaldo hype's kind of died down. It has because like it's like he's shown like uh, this season like his his form has gone down pretty bad. I think even with Messi now, his form this season has been pretty bad as well. Uh, even if he were to leave PSG, I think the only way he makes a big rumored like a big like splash and anything is if he goes back to Barca but I don't know what's next for Ronaldo you think it's time for the MLS not yet no not yet uh I think give it give him like two more years and then MLS I guess if I'm thinking about it he probably stays at Man U which is gonna be kind of weird seeing him play in the Europa League yeah but uh I think he I think he finishes out his career at Man U I think he helps them finish Europa League maybe as champions and then get back to the Champions League. Because uh, I don't see who else would beat him in Europa League maybe. I don't know. It would be, it'd be funny if man, you got Conference League next year <laughs> that and, and he's in the Conference League. That would be sad. He, it's possible. Ronaldo. It is very possible, and that would be sad for his career. Really? That would be super sad. Um, you're, but, yeah. You're going to talk about your favorite team. 
Uh, Tell us about it. Uh, Barcelona, they <laughs> have not been looking too well. Uh, without Pedri in that midfield, I mean, like when I've watched, I haven't watched all the games, but like the games I have watched, like their 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 midfield looks obsolete. Like they're they're not containing possession. They're not doing anything. Like uh, their pressing is bad. They're like had like they're like when they try to like, re- like regain possession, like they're getting out Barca by other teams. Like like other teams are like pressing them. They're out possessing Bar, not out possessing Barcelona, but like Barcelona, like possession wise, it's usually like around like sixty to forty, like high, like 65, 35, something like that. It's getting close to like fifty fifty, like in these games now against like low level teams, which is insane to see. Um, exactly what the problem is, I don't know. Uh, I think it's a big midfield thing. I don't know if the midfield is just not clicking. I'm. I guess I gotta pay attention to the games more often, but I don't know if I still I still think Javi's the coach. I still think he's 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 the guy. Um, honestly, I think maybe the hype has worn off from Javi right now. But I think when Javi gets like a whole summer and a whole like season, I think like Barcelona. I think they said they want to sign like three or four players. And they, they definitely want, got to. For sure. I think they definitely have to. And as much as Aubameyang's helped this season, I think his work rate off the ball isn't as good. He's lazy. He's kind of he's kind (laughs) of lazy. Uh, His passing's not very good. Like the only thing he's done well is his finishing. So like, but like besides that, besides like when if he's not like heading or like you know like if he's not inside the box, I don't think he's a very good player. Um, Adama, as as much of a good person I've heard he is, I don't like him. I do not Kadama. On the right wing, it's got to be Dembele. He's been Barca's best play- actually best player for quite a, for like every game now so far. Uh, Ferran, I loved him at first. I don't know how well he's going to work out. Uh, Midfield-wise, I think we're solid. I think – I hate criticizing him because he's only 17 years old, but Gavi, I don't know if he's going to – I don't. I don't think if he needs like the cons- – I don't think he's a starter right now. I think with time will be good. But I don't. I don't see him as a consistent starter for Barcelona. Uh, De Jong and Pedri. I, I just need Pedri to get healthy again. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, Barca. These past two games, two big losses. Uh, I think we're now even on points. I think we're still finishing top four. That, that's not a worry. But that top four, I think it's like insanely close. Or the like two, three, and four is insanely close. But yeah, Barcelona having a bad stretch right now. But. So, uh, before y'all brought in Adama Traore from Wolves, yeah, uh, he, you know he played a ton of uh, right wing back, right back yeah. for Wolves. Yeah. You were talking about how Xavi wants to play a 3-4-3 three, three eventually. Do That's you see, what Do you see Adama as that right, right, wing, right back? wing back? Do you, do you think he would fit well in that? Or? I don't know how good his defending is, but with how fast he is, I wouldn't mind it. Um, he likes to cross the ball a lot. So when he does, like he just likes to take the ball like one v ones, sprint down like that right wing, and then just try to yeah. cross. The ball. That's what that's what he does every time. He tries to take these one v ones, sprint down that like that right wing, and then just cross the ball in. I don't think he's necessarily as good as a possessor as Barcelona. Like when you talk about systems, you might think Eric Garcia is a terrible defender, which fair enough he is. But on the ball, he's really good. So like Barca have a system to where they need to keep the ball for possess. And Adama, I just don't think I just don't think he's it. Like going forward, I just like even like like 
as a defender, he might be good, but Barcelona need that option like on the wings to be good going forward as well and keep in possession. And Adama, I just I don't see him as that position either. Hmm. Yep. Something uh, interesting I saw the last time y'all played a uh, Rayo Valcana. Yep. Uh, with Co- under Komen, he lost one zero away. Yep. You all lost one zero at, at home. At home. So. Yeah, this is the first time I think I saw in Barcelona's history that we lost three uh, three home games in a row, which is bad. So even though like Xavi's getting the same results as like Komen, do you think you know he's still the guy? Uh, yes, only because I like Xavi's attitude better than Komen. Komen, like he always the way he blamed players and just like every, he he never took the blame himself. Komen never took the blame himself. Which was, he he was a pitiful coach, like personality wise, he was pitiful. And when he fired him, like he always just talked crap about Barcelona and stuff. It was pitiful. Xavi, like he knows that it's on him. He always takes the blame. Like he he takes responsibility and knows he needs to do better, which I really like. And I think he will do better because like when uh, I know it's not good comparison, but like he did really well in the Saudi Arabia league. He like he took a team and like did really well with them. I, I know it's a terrible comparison. <laughs> I make. know I know they had a. There was some highlights posted where, like, you know, they... But the, like, the goals they scored? Yeah, yeah they, they had some goals. good link-ups. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So, I think I, I'm i willing to give Xavi the time. Only because I respect him, like, as a player. Because I, I watched him play. And I know how good he is. And I think he could be very good as a coach. I just think he needs time right now. I just think he needs time to bring in who he wants to bring in. And form a team, build a team that he wants to do. I think if he does that, I think he will form a very good team. I hope at least. It's it's weird because hearing you say all that is like kind of nostalgic in the sense of I think Javi and Arteta are like the same coach yeah, because yep. I remember I was saying that same stuff a, like a year or two ago. Yeah. And you, you you didn't really believe me, but now like there's these cultural guys that are yeah. like changing the the, the culture. Yeah, fair I, enough. You, you completely change it because you see how like impactful it really is. Yeah. Like they you know on the on the pitch you know it might not be the best. Yeah. But if you bonded the system, give them time, well, bring in those players. Yeah. I mean. They change a lot. They do. And now Arsenal's fighting for top yeah. four. They're probably getting top four. So yeah. But if you look at, like, two years ago, like, the cultural change from Arsenal and Barcelona, from, like, Unai Emery and, and Ronald Koeman yeah. to now, it's, like, night and day. It is. Like, these players actually, is. like, yep. want to play under the team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I saw some stuff about Koeman. Like, he never, like... Instructed like uh like uh he never had a diet like a specific diet for players he didn't find players for coming late to practice or anything like that he was just like an overall like he just didn't care like it, it was sad to see uh so like Xavi like was the one that like reintroduced like you're gonna be fine if you're late to practice like you have to follow this diet and stuff like that uh didn't which, he start like showing up like two hours prior to something practice? like that yeah. yeah yeah like I just feel like. He started doing things that a normal coach should, which Coleman just wasn't doing. And, like, it really helped him out a lot, like, bringing in Danny Alves. I think Danny Alves has to get, like, some credit for that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, My personal opinion, Danny Alves is the best right back of all time. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, if you watch Barcelona, like, uh, Barcelona games, like, when uh, Danny Alves and Messi were both in their prime, like, the chemistry those two had, and, like, it was – is honestly some of the best commercials I've ever seen. It's crazy, like, their build-up passing and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, the players that, especially, I think, because, like, the free transfers they brought in, because they can't do much with, like, the financial situation no. they're in. So, like, they, 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 they made were, the most out of a they terrible did what, situation. They did what they could, that's for sure. But I think 
this summer, if they have like given money, I think if Xavi can bring in players that he actually wants to bring in, I think Barcelona can be a great team again. I'd like, that's what I'd like to see at least. A guy like I was, I was seeing like a young guy like Kamavinga was last season. Yeah, and I think you know will be that guy this year. Except he's more you know sturdy. He's more defensive minded. Is the he's from AC Monaco. His name's Chushimi. Too many, something like that. He's French. Oh yeah, he's French. Apparently, yeah, yeah. he has. He's like top. He's ranked top five in like terms of like form this season and like central midfielders. So I think. I mean, he's nineteen. I think he'd be you know a good 19. guy for y'all to bring in. Absolutely. Uh, honestly, I think midfield wise we're set. I trust our academy players. That's what I really like to see is our academy players and the youth we have now and building that. Cause I love De Jong, I love Pedri, I love Gavi, I love them all. I just think. They need time, and hopefully they'll they'll be all right. But uh, I think yeah, definitely. If, if we do need, if we do get him, if he's not that expensive, get him. But uh, defense is where I'd really like to focus on, and other stuff. But uh, I think yeah. But uh, other big games. Uh, Bayern won the uh, Bundesliga against BVB this weekend. That was a big one. Yeah, they won three one. Uh, Their fans are. Amazing that stadium, that atmosphere at Allianz. Oh is yeah, amazing. oh yeah. Uh, both Bayern and BVB, they have incredible fans. Yeah, like they're 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 both insane. Uh, I think that uh, Bayern's win that was their thirty first Bundesliga title. Was that's and insane? It was their tenth tenth in a row. That's insane. Tenth Bundesliga and they, they in like, a row. They usually always win it before the season even ends. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. it's crazy because I, I think. Uh, it was like a few like seasons ago. I think uh, my friend Nick, shout out to Kaiko Beck, uh, was telling me like they won it like I think like quick like shortly after like the like winter break or something like that. Like that's like how big of a gap it was. Like it was insane. Um, but Nick was also telling me that uh, apparently Bayern like a lot of their players don't like their new coach. Really? Yeah. Apparently, like they don't like they don't trust his system and stuff. Like they just lost the Villarreal. Like you gotta be pretty upset if that you is, just if you just lose, if you lose the Villarreal. Uh, like no disrespect to Villarreal, but like I think it's kind of Villarreal. They're like sixth or seventh yeah. in La Liga right now. Like, uh, it's kind of weird though because I mean, even though Bayern were so dominant in the Bundesliga, it really shows like that team's ambitions. Like when it comes like you know. Yeah. The Champions League. Yeah. They, they want to win trophies, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but it shows, like, even though they won the Bundesliga, you know, they're not they're, satisfied. Oh, absolutely not. Because, I mean, like, it's kind of the same thing as, like, PSG in France. Like, like the league's pretty much a given thing at that yeah. point. Because, like, I, I don't see anyone beating Bayern for, like, for it. Like, may, maybe VVV, if they don't continuously sell their, like, their good players to other their big clubs. Team, yeah, their team gets good. And then and like, it's like, oh, let's just sell all of our players. Yeah, I looked at their lineup, and I'm like, who are they? Like, I thought, you know, Roman Berkey was still their goalkeeper. And I looked at their Ber- their goalie, and I was like, who the hell is that guy? Yep. You know? Uh, yep. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of a hard thing to say no to, like, sell all your players, especially when clubs are offering so much money. But I don't know. I think it's, like, it might have to deal with, like, the gap, like, Byron and Dortmund have on that league. I mean, they can afford to sell their players and, you know, still come in second pretty comfortably, comfortably, which, I mean, isn't all that competitive. It's not. I think the last time BVB were really relevant, was it 2012? They beat Real in the Champions League. Jurgen Klopp. Uh, yeah, they made it to like, the Champions League final, right? Didn't didn't Bayern beat them in the Champions League final? I think so. Yeah, yep. 
So it's been that long since they've been like, I guess Holland made them relevant again, but like that's just Holland. That's not even BBB. So I don't know. I think, I don't know. Kind of sad to see, but. Um, S- something, uh, we're talking about title races here. Yeah. I think one very interesting to look out for is the Serie A. Serie A. Oh, that's close, isn't it? League. Yeah, that's super close. Milan and Inter. Inter and AC Milan. They're, uh, Inter has a game in hand on them. And Milan has two points on Inter. Oh. So if, if if Inter wins that game, they're winning by one point. That's insane. So that game, that that league's gonna come down to the the lock. Absolutely. Who do yeah. you think it will get it between Inter and AC? Uh, honestly, I don't watch Serie A that much at all. But for Zlatan's sake, I hope Zlatan wins it. It looks like I'm looking at AC Milan's fixtures. They got Florentina, Verona. Atalanta and Sassuolo, Sassuolo. Okay. So I mean, those are very favorable. Yeah. For AC. Fair enough. It would be cool if uh oh Inter oh the Inter have. Uh, they have a pretty hard schedule. They have Juventus and the Coppa Italia. Oh. Okay. All right. Juventus Inter. That's May 11th. So. Who was that guy that Copa uh, that U Juve just bought? That's supposed to be like really good. Oh, Dusan Vlahovic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought yeah. him for like 80 million, right? Yeah. yeah okay. He's he's, a, he's gonna be a stud. You think so? Yeah, he's good. I don't know. I I hope Juve come back. I heard like the Italian league is actually like a pretty fun league to watch. I've never like quite watched it. Uh, I don't know what I hate because like each, it seems like. Each year, like the league that you want to watch is on a new streaming service. Cause like, uh, like for like last year, um, La Liga was on BN Sports, and they changed it now. It's just ESPN Plus, which I'm fine with. But like, it just seems like they're always like changing stuff. And like Peacock, how they're supposed to like stream games, yeah. they only stream like whatever game they want. They never stream like the game you want to watch. I don't know. It kind of sucks. It's it's very inaccessible. It is. But like, it is that Italian league. I mean. That's very interesting. It I, is, I yeah. I wish I could watch it. Yeah, I don't know what it's on. Something but. really interesting to look for, Jose Mourinho's Roma side. Oh, the yeah. They're, oh, so they might fit. get Champions League? It, but the, behind Juventus. Oh. So they could they take over Juve. They got to beat out Juve for that spot? It, it's so it's so weird seeing Jose Mourinho in Italy, or it, especially like in Roma. It's just uh. weird. Who I was know. it that he coasted like to he, win a Champions League? It, was it Inter? Inter Milan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was Inter. Yeah, that was a long he, time ago, he, right? He, yeah, or not he, too long. Ago, it wasn't too long. No. But whenever they played each other, like yesterday or the day before, uh, Inter, Inter Milan fans were chanting uh, Jose Mourinho, and, really? and he was That's like, funny. he was like reacting to it. So That's funny. they were showing That's a little good. bit of respect, even like even though they're probably gonna win the league. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I like Jose Mourinho. I think he's a funny guy. Uh, that uh, there's that TikTok that now is going around that's famous. <laughs> My name is Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I, won, I, I, I won titles in Spain, like Italy. Yeah. I'm the best manager in the world. That's funny. Yeah. I've I, seen those. It's funny, like the TikToks where it's like it shows that like sound of Jose Mourinho. Yeah. And it's like me after winning, you know, uh, a, a championship in career uh, mode on FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. I saw someone that was like. When you beat your mate, like, one on FIFA after playing ultra-defensive the whole game. <laughs> it's, so, it's so true, though. Like, oh, it is. It's funny. It's uh, so funny. Uh, well, Grayson, I think that's about all I got to talk about. You got anything else you want to no, say? I think I think we covered just about everything. Oh, 
Um, you gonna do a little bit of predicting? Predicting. Before we go. All right, sure, sure, sure. What do you want to predict? Just like upcoming games, especially Premier League. Premier League. We'll see what games are coming up. Cause I'm seem not too sure. Oh no 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 no! The cha- Champions League's on this week. It is. We, we should just predict Champions League. All right. Uh, we gotta see. I'm gonna see who's playing it's where. It's t- this Tuesday and Wednesday. It is. So Man City, uh, and Real play on Tuesday. It is at. It's at Man City. So I'm going to record and say Man City versus Real. At, at, Man, at City. Man City. I'm going to say after Ooh. a five-one win, Man City win three-two. 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 Maybe three-one, depending uh, how good Man City play. It's at Man City. It's so weird though. At Man City. And it, it's hard to predict because I mean, even though it's at Man City, and it, there's there's all those jokes where it's like they call it the empty hat because they yeah. don't have any fans. Yeah. And so like you would think home advantage would be a big deal, but you for Man think. City it's different. <sighs> it's at Man City though, so I, I'm gonna go on the record to say. Uh, I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw? 2-2 draw. I don't think anybody's going to take it. I think they're going to share it. All right. And then another big... uh, What's the other one? Liverpool versus Villarreal. I don't care where it's it's at. Liverpool's winning. I think it's at Liverpool. All right. That's just a bigger win for Liverpool. What are you going to predict then? At Liverpool, I'm going to guess... I'm going to say 3-0. I'm going to say 3-0. 3-0. 3-0. Dang, I was going to predict that. Uh... Do you think the do you think Villarreal get one? Oh, you know what? Okay, I'll change. I'll change it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Villarreal get one like around like the 80th minute. They or have that, like that one really good winger, Don Juma. He's really good. All right, so I'm gonna but say three one. I'm gonna say three one. I'm gonna go on the record. I'm gonna be bold because okay. just because I could see it happen. Four zero. Four zero. I could see that. Very, I could very that, see that. That 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 Liverpool team's insane. It is. It, they're they're playing out of their minds right now. They could win the quadruple. They could. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yep. I think who do they play in the in the final for the, like the Chelsea? Uh, they do. They play Chelsea. And Chelsea, they they haven't been looking good. Uh, they right. look, and then yep. oh, oh and then there's another big. There's a big Premier League game coming up before we go. I uh, just looked up. It's the it's not necessarily big, but it, in the sense of like the teams, the culture. Yeah. Man, Man U Chelsea. Chelsea on Tuesday. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say Chelsea win. 2-0. 2-0? I, I think that's fair. I'll back that. 2-0? I'll back that. All right. I think that's fair. Those are the big games. Let's... And then there's uh, what? uh I, I guess kind of like a important ones, Arsenal-West Ham. Arsenal-West Ham. Yeah, that's that's kind of... That, uh, one's, that one's at the Emirates. At the Emirates? At the Emirates. I think Arsenal continues their good form. I think they so. won. I don't know what score. I'll say 2-1. 2-1? That was the score line the last time we played them away. They nicked one in like the 88th minute. Okay. So that was the score last time. I think I'm going to go with 3 1. 3 1? I like I, it. I think we're going to score a lot of goals. And then another tough game that also helps decide is Leicester play Tottenham. Oof. Uh, come, so on, to- come on, Leicester. Come on, Leicester. You, they got to do good. They got to do good. That's at, at Tottenham as Ooh. well. Uh, I could see. I'm going to go with 2 2 draw. 2 2 draw? I, don't, I think that, they're going to That'd be massive points. for Arsenal, yeah. Uh, no, that like unbiasedly, I think it'll be a two-two draw. Unbiased, okay. even though Leicester they haven't had the the greatest season like in previous years. Yeah, they still have you know quality. They, they absolutely still have quality. It, it, yeah. it looks like a lot of teams are shopping for Yuri Tillman's the, yeah. the, the Belgian midfielder. Yeah. So I mean, like they obviously have quality. So I'm gonna go two-two. Two-two. I like yeah. it. I like it. All right. Um, 
I think that's our predictions. Um, Man City, you better not disappoint. You better come through on Tuesday. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going to write our predictions down. So You're going to write it? Can, in case one of us like a complete <laughs> idiot next week, you know, we don't forget. Uh, but I think that's about it. You got anything else, Grayson? I think, I think that's it for me. That covers it? All, All right. right. So tune in next week. And we'll see if we look like idiots or not. (laughs) See y'all later. Thanks for listening. (laughs)